Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, the uh, defense department is, is a mess because of the sexual misconduct allegations and the investigations that have been done about uh, some of the uh, terrible behavior that has gone on for generations, it seems, in cases. Uh, the defense minister, Anita Anand, spoke about this yesterday. She says she's directed the Canadian Armed Forces to end its jurisdiction over sexual crimes. The announcement comes uh, as the military police said they have faced challenges trying to transfer some of these cases to civilian courts. But the minister is adamant. She says uh, we're going to accept all the recommendations in the report. Recommendations. Rather, we are working to address all of her findings. This is an ambitious roadmap for reform developed through months of work and consultation. We will continue to put our shoulders to the wheel and deliver substantive changes to the way things are done at the Department of National Defence and in the Canadian Armed Forces. Uh, the report is very extensive uh, from a uh, former Supreme Court Justice, of course, Arbour, uh, and uh, Minister Anand says that there's an awful lot here. One of them, of course, uh, has to do with the military colleges, and uh, she was quite pointed about that, uh, saying the military colleges appear as institutions from a different era. Now, she hadn't talked about shutting them down, but says there has to be some control over these, and that's what the minister talked about yesterday. Uh, is that criticism well-founded? I want to ask our next guest about some of the issues in this report. Uh, he is Walter Callahan. Walter is a PhD candidate in medical anthropology in the Faculty of Arts and Science at the University of Toronto. Uh, Walter, thank you for joining us. Great to have you on the show again today. Thanks for having me back. Let's let's have a little discussion about what, uh, first of all, Justice Anand said in her report, and, and or Arbour, rather, said in her report, and, of course, the Defence Minister's response to this, uh, especially focusing in at least part of the report anyway about the military colleges. Uh, your, your thoughts on what you saw there? Yeah, so uh, recommend, recommendations 28 and 29 of uh, Arbour's review of uh, what's happening here. Uh, so An Anand's report, which I've got open in front of me. I actually got it on Monday, but I had to keep my mouth uh, closed on it until until late yesterday because it was embargoed. Uh, so Anand is, has, ad, has acknowledged that they're going to accept, implement in some way, all 48 of these recommendations. And on the surface, it seems like they are. Uh, now, a lot of them are very complex, so they're looking at doing further reviews. Uh, to figure out how exactly to implement them. Some of them are not able to be done overnight. But yeah, there's two recommendations specific to the Royal Military Colleges, uh, recommendations 28 and 29. Now, 29, we knew going in when the when our board's review first came out was going to be a complex one because it, it, it has to do with the fundamental and foundational nature of the Royal Military Colleges and what could be done. Now, of course, some people in the past misread that as a, oh, Closes like she never said close them, and and you were right on one point that it's that it's more what do we do next? Acknowledging and in Anand's report that came out uh, well formally released yesterday, it does acknowledge that there are some serious problems there. The recommendation twenty nine they're setting up a new review panel, so yeah, they're doing a review of a review of a review. We know there's problems; they can't seem to figure out how to solve. They're doing another review. They're putting together the frames of reference for that, uh, deciding on the membership of the panel. Hopefully, it'll be stood up sometime mid-2023. But that means they probably won't have their findings until late 2024. Implementation, we're probably not seeing any change there until 2026. Now, the bigger problem here is Recommendation 28, 
actually gets to one of the core problems within RMC, and that is that the the senior cadets, the those in year four, are responsible for a lot of the discipline of the junior cadet, the year one to three, mm-hmm. and they've acknowledged that this it's this itself is a quote directly from the from the non's review. Uh, this is a primary method by which military training and socialization is achieved at military colleges. Well, we know from around the world, all of our allied nations, but even here, where we've got these defense colleges operating in this way with senior cadets overseeing junior cadets and being responsible for the discipline and socialization. This is where we actually see some of the biggest, most fundamental problems of a toxic culture occurring. Now, our board's review recommended scrapping this specific component. It's only the military colleges that have this. Well, also at, at the high school level, some of the private colleges like St. Mike's have a form of this as well. But it mm-hmm. breeds a toxic culture. So she recommended scrapping this altogether. Well, what, what this report, what this response to our board's review is doing is pushing this down the road. It's rolling it into the review that's being done with Recommendation 29. So they're not actually changing it. And they actually state in the review itself that the immediate elimination of this program would deprive cadets of the opportunity that the program currently provides to them for initial military leadership experience that would otherwise be lacking. Well, that's not exactly true either because you get small tasking leadership components on your basic training and your basic officer training and your uh, each level of your training going forward as you develop as an officer, you get those experiences. So it's a little misleading here. Now, connected to this, there was a very problematic part of a non-statement yesterday where she was, in effect, referring to the students who go to RMC as the best of the best. Well, this just kind of reinforces the eliteness that, that goes alongside the toxic culture that comes out of it. And we have to remember, the RMCs are responsible for less than half of the officers who end up in the military. We also have all the officers who uh, commission from the ranks. We've got the direct entry officers like what I was, who finish our university at a, at a civilian university and then take our commission as an officer. But you also have regular force officers who, because RMC only has so many programs, there's a lot of things they don't have especially medical training, go off and do their their university as an officer in a civilian university and then come back. So, I mean, this sense of eliteness that's here, I think kind of bleeds through in how they're looking at doing this going forward. And to me, I think this may be one recommendation that uh, maybe they're not so interested in actually following through on or she said that they're not rejecting any of them. As our board herself said before the Committee on National Defense yesterday, this is, it seems like some of these recommendations are just kind of going to be shoved in a closet somewhere. Because any change to this, to 28 or 29, the way they're doing it, we're not going to see this change until 2026. And we won't see the effect of those changes until 2030. I, and by then, I, I counting on the fact that we're going to lose interest in this and not do the follow up on it. I mean, that's that's a, a pretty drawn out time frame, I guess. And there's a lot of concern about what about the here and now? What are you going to do to fix it? And and, and some incongruity here. I mean, I, I saw that from uh, Minister Anand. You know, the best of the best at RMC, and and 
I, I don't know about that characterization because, I mean, if you read Arbor's report, she talks about how rampant sexual misconduct is in the college. So is, uh, are, they, are they pure and clean when they go in there and they become corrupted when they're in the college? Or what's going on here? I, a lot of people just don't quite get where they're coming from. And uh, it's, it's going to take a lot more study. And we're tight on time today, unfortunately. Uh, but I'd, I'd really like to spend some more time. I know you're digesting the report and trying to get some feedback on it at the same time. So uh, let's look at this as part one of the discussion, I guess, Walter, because I'd like to pick up uh, on it's, this. and. It's... It's definitely something that, that's going to go for right. With a non-statement, I think, because ministers don't write their own speeches, right? So it's yeah. someone within national defense, someone within the military itself who wrote this. And I was at a technical briefing on Monday, as were a number of journalists. I was in the stakeholder and academic one. And I purposefully asked this question, and they seemed a little stumped by it. And they, the, the, the actual officers, the general officers and admirals, who were hosting it seemed a little stumped that I was daring to ask these questions, but that's because of the culture at RMC. We've known for decades it's been a problem. We exactly. know it's a problem going forward, and it's, well, stop being so elitist. Damn well fix this, because if you don't fix this, no, no attempt at culture change is going to have full exactly. effect if we continue this problem. Walter, thanks always. Let's, as I say, we'll pick this up down the road, and uh, I do appreciate the time today. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Walter Callahan, of course, from U of T. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.